In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Sometimes we act more like fish than fishermen. For often we get caught up and carried away in the different nets that life throws at us. We get caught up comparing ourselves with other people, trying to be like one of our role models, an actress, or an athlete, or a popular person at school. We think we're not good enough, or we think we're better than everyone. We get caught up and carried away researching our new car for five hours on a Thursday night, or buying something on Amazon.com, or tracking the stock market, or watching the pregame show, the game, and the postgame show, and then the highlights later that night. And then there are the YouTube marathons, where one video leads to the next, and before we know it, we've seen the entire YouTube album and music videos. Our lives can be consumed with these activities. Our lives can be consumed with these activities. Like fish, we're caught up, carried away, and then consumed. Our lives are consumed because our time is sabotaged. We lose track of time, caught up in these nets, and before we know it, our evenings are gone, our weekends are gone, and time flies by. We are always left wishing we had more time. We're always left wishing we had more time, and this is the underlying cause of so much of our stress. We just don't have time. And when we don't have time, we start to lose our minds. And this is a problem, one we deal with every day. We don't have time to spend with God, and the time we do set aside for God starts to feel like something we have to fit in to the end of our day, a chore like we've talked about before. And as chores, as we all know, are things we don't look forward to. And so, slowly we start to view time with God as something that we don't look forward to, as a chore. And this starts to weigh on us after a while because it's not natural, it's not human to be separate from God. So eventually we start to feel the effects of neglecting God and we start to feel guilty. I should have been better, I should have prayed more. We know prayer is important and it will help us. We know prayer is important and will help us, but we just can't seem to engage in prayer because we feel weird, we feel hesitant, we feel guilty. We feel weird about prayer like we feel weird around our friends we've ignored recently. Weird to be around them when we've ignored them. And so we feel weird, we feel guilty. In our struggles, we've associated time with God as a time of guilt, because we've neglected him. And this makes prayer even more harder than a chore. It makes it like a punishment, where God is going to punish us. And prayer is not punishment. This guilt is dangerous and can further hinder our relationship with God. Today's gospel addresses this guilt. It is this guilt that Peter expresses and Jesus addresses beautifully in the gospel. Peter cries out, depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. And Christ replies, No. Do not be afraid. Peter asked Jesus to depart because of his sinfulness, much like we do, much like me, we might want to do when we neglect God, we neglect spending time with God. Depart from me, Christ, for I have been caught up in other things and have been procrastinating prayer. I have neglected you. It's at this moment where Christ responds to us, No. No, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I came that you might have life, 
So reframe your life. Christ is constantly calling us to reframe our lives. In today's Gospel, He guides the disciples to reframe their lives. He guides them to look at their daily tasks differently. He reframes their fishing. He instructs them to rethink how they have been carrying out their livelihood. He says, cast your nets again. Try it again. Do it again. This time with faith and with love. This time with Christ on your minds and your hearts. Christ cries out to us who have neglected him in prayer, reframe your life. He does not cry out, back off, you fishy person who gets caught up in worldly nets. He cries out to us, reframe your life. And this for us means a vital rethinking of how we organize our time, how we spend our time. Timing is everything. How we spend our time is how we spend our life. The time we spend with God is everything. Our time with God is sacred. It's a sacrament, one might even say, because it's an encounter with God. It's a world-transcending sharing with the divine. It's the high point of our humanity, our highest calling. It's the natural fulfillment of being made in the image and likeness of God. Communion with the Creator. It's what we as humans do. It's what we have been given time to do. So time with God is everything. And in this busy world that bombards us with millions of, way to, millions of ways to spend our time, spending time with God doesn't always have to look like or be restricted to the Trisagian prayers before we go to bed. Often, it looks like taking some silence in the afternoon, around the time when we start to get drowsy and we want to take a nap. We're getting weary, we want to take a break anyway. So we take a break, we take some silence to spend it with God. Often, spending time with God looks like refraining from scrolling through our phone when we have a free second and encountering God in the present moment. Often, it looks like gazing into an icon and contemplating God's love and His mercy. Often, it looks like saying thank God after we finish a daily task. Often, it looks like thinking about a loved one, praying for them, thinking about our loved ones during the times of the day when we might have offended someone, thinking about them during that time and praying for them. That's encounter with God. In the life of St. Thecla, we commemorate today, it looks like for her, sitting in her bedroom near her window listening to Paul preach. Sitting in our room is sometimes the best place where we encounter God. Spending time with God rubs off on us, just like spending time with our friends and our family. Only spending time with God connects us with the source of life, the source of love. It makes us come alive. We are re-energized, re-engaged. We see life in a new light. We feel secure. We feel united. We encounter situations differently. We interact differently. We see this very powerfully at camp. And when our kids come home from camp, after spending time with God at camp, they see life differently. They get a different perspective. They see and they feel the power of love and sacrifice, how it unifies them, how it unites them, how it fulfills them, as it also does with us after encountering the Godhead. Where we previously got mad and defensive, we now forgive because our security is in Christ. Where we previously judged, we now show empathy and understanding for the God of mercy sits enthroned in our hearts. Spending time with God strengthens us to respond with love in our life. It's our anchor in this world, and it's the substance of the world to come. 
It is the remedy for our passions. It is the driving force in our lives. So today we remember spending time with God matters. It's of the utmost importance in a world casting nets left and right to entrap our time. Today we remember that when we feel like we're getting caught in these nets, caught up and carried away, we, like the fishermen, cry out, have mercy on me, and we, like the fishermen, reframe our lives and rededicate our time to God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.